You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social right here on Premier Plus, the Premier Podcast Network, and all your other outlets wherever you find your podcast. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. We are coming to you live, streaming this bad boy from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio in Matawan, New Jersey. And of course, we're being powered by our good friends over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Go see Craig and Janine right now if you say Chop Sports at the register. I don't even think they actually have a register. But if you go right to Janine and be like, hey, I heard of you guys via these guys, or even say Jimmy Palumbo. Get that guy some credit, too. Uh, You can head on over there and say Chop Sports, get $100 off frames and lenses. Now, last week, a little technical error on my behalf. That was my fault. Uh, Sometimes when you're running 17,000 podcasts in one one outlet, one will get screwed up. Uh, And unfortunately for us, it was this one. Uh, But we got Gooch to get out there and put his... His uh his opinion on one Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and then we watched the Jets without Aaron Rodgers officially through a, a complete game, not just four games, uh, four plays missed, and we saw the Cowboys give the Jets a little bit of a spanking. Um, slow start as always with the Cowboys, uh, fast start I should say, scoring a touchdown, but they kept it close, uh, and that happens for the Cowboys as they move the two and zero. We'll get into that. Your boys uh, picked up a one point win, a much needed one point win. Over, or I'm sorry, one point loss. I'm so sorry. I forgot you won week one, and we were both flying high for a minute. Uh, but no, the one I point loss. Win. We did pick up a 12 point win in the, you know, with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I'm sending out text messages. Learn my lesson. It takes one a season to count your chickens a little uh-huh. bit. I'm celebrating, and now rightfully so. We looked really good for three quarters. Listen, Jordan Love, I believe right now, if you go to the fantasy stats, I believe he's the second-ranked quarterback as far as points scored. Uh, I think he's got six touchdowns to how many picks? Goosey, right? Same with Dak Prescott. How about that? None of our quarterbacks have turned the ball over yet. Uh, We're two weeks into the season, but I got to give it to him. I mean, yeah, the Falcons are – they seem like they're going to be that scrappy team. As much as I put them in the basement, uh, Matt Ibby, who also hosts the uh, uh, Till Mets Do Us Part podcast, put a little emoji uh, that he was writing it down that last two weeks ago we made predictions of the NFC South, and I said you could put the Falcons to bed. I think you kind of, like, talked them up a little bit. Yeah. but look, they're, they're going to be a scrappy team all year round. They're very young. Uh, uh, Desmond See, I, Ritter seems to I'll be... I'll say what I think about the Falcons after seeing them. Yeah. Week one, they played Carolina. They didn't have much of a test. You can make the case that they didn't really get tested much mm. with Green Bay's offense either because Aaron Jones was out, Watson was out, their best two linemen were out. So they're, I'm not making an excuse. I'm saying Atlanta's defense looked good, all things considered. Now, they were dealing with a couple issues because Jordan Love found spots. But as far as the yardage went and things like that, they weren't giving up chunk plays. Mm-mm. Everything was third and one, fourth and one. They were making good, you know, they were forcing us to convert on third down. And A.J. Dillon wasn't able to. So I could attribute that to the fact that we didn't have our starting running back. But at the same time, their run defense looked good. And their commitment to running the football with the two backs that they have, Atlanta's going to be tough to beat. In certain situations. Now, like if they get a lead, gonna, it'll be nice to grind out. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with many teams. And a team like Green Bay, who they struggle to move the ball a little bit at times, young offense. I was just talking about missing the weapons. Atlanta's just, their run game is so good that it demoralizes teams. Green Bay's run offense, a run defense, looked good against Chicago. It looked good for two quarters against Atlanta. Guess what? They wear you down. That offensive line is good. And I don't know that there are going to be many teams that are able to 
contend with that. If their style of play on defense starts to match what they're doing on offense and mm -hmm. they just play physical football, that defense can be a lot better. There's a lot of room for improvement there. Mm -hmm. They added Bud Dupree. They got a little bit better up front. A.J. Terrell looks fully healthy. Last year, it looked like he was dealing with a lot of injuries. And if you remember two years ago, I don't think he gave up a touchdown. No, so that was his he, rookie year. he can bounce back and be that elite corner that they needed last year. And I think Atlanta is going to have something to say about the NFC South this year. I truly do. After watching what I saw uh, this past Monday night, which were two, I don't want to call them brutal. I'm, I'm a football junkie. A lot of people, like, I don't know how you feel. I mean, I know how you <laughs> feel. But, like, it, when, when it doesn't matter if it's the second game of the preseason or week two in the NFL, I'm going to watch Monday Night Football. I'm not going to turn it off, right? So I'm, I'm watching this, this, and I'm watching split screen. So I'm watching both the Steelers game and uh, and the Saints game. From what I saw out of the Saints, I'm like, all right, they, they're 2-0, and but it's just like they're not really – they're not – they haven't been that impressive yet. And then you look at Carolina, who are now 0-2, can't find themselves a win. Um, are they 0-2? Yeah, they're 0-2. They lost 0 to Atlanta week one. Yeah, so lost to Atlanta. And then now you got the Atlanta Falcons who are 2-0, and and you're like, so now the NFC South for what we thought was – and look, we're two weeks into the season. I'm not about to be like, I, don't I think can't believe it. anointed the Saints – it's, you're picking the Saints by default when you're looking at the division preseason. And by just roster. Well, like they by, just look well, better. Like I'm saying by default. Yeah. Because you don't know enough about the Falcons. They had a new quarterback coming in. Second-year head coach. added a new quarterback, so they got improved at the position that you thought that they were lacking most. The defense is, uh, I would say, above average, but could go either way. Mm -hmm. uh, and they don't have Kamara yet, so I think that'll help their offense in a major way. They're only one more game away from out, without Kamara, so that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. If they And look, the test is this week. I mean... Uh, Green Bay finally gets to go home, have their home opener with Jordan Love. I'm sure he's going to be welcomed with open arms from Packer Nation out there. Like, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, styles make fights. There's no reason to say that Atlanta and New Orleans are, you know, the we match up, I think, better against the Saints than we do against Atlanta. I mean, uh, like you said, their rushing attack isn't awful, but it's not what it could possibly yes. be yet. So, like, I think we could play that them a little more straight up. Right, right. So, um, flip side of the coin, my boys, uh, they took care of business. Um, as predicted by most, that they would, should have beat the Jets with a Zach Wilson-led team. To me, I mean, again, for my heart broke for the, the Jets fans when, when Rodgers went down, but now I'm trying to think to myself, like, well, you know, they got that defense, and they'll be fine. And the Cowboys went down there, received the ball in the first quarter, went right down the field and put seven on the board, and you're just like, oh, all right, that was, that was impressive, Dak. Way to go, guys. Way to run that football, too. Um, but then to hang 30 on them without, with one taken back, you know, to the house that was, that was negated and the Cowboys settling for a couple field goals. You're looking at this Jets defense. You're like, well, where'd they go? You know what I mean? Like they, they played well enough against Josh Allen to get that historic win on Monday night. And then they come out and they go to Dallas and they just completely just look I think outside of I'm one broken tackle. Two things about what I think about the Jets defense. I think the Jets defense played well, all things considered they're, they're shorthanded offensively. They were they were short fields defense. everywhere. Yeah, but the thing about their defense that I'm going to give them credit for is that they didn't break in a lot of those situations that they could have given up more points. They held the, uh, a high power. A lot of field to, goals. To field a lot goals. of field so goals. A lot of that's winning football when you could get off the field. Sure. Even if you're giving up field goals, it's it's still what you want out of your defense. But they're just not going to score points with teams this year, and I think they need to do what they're making a mistake now because we saw how good Sauce Gardner was last year. I think they're making a mistake by not having Sauce follow C.D. Lamb around. He was. What is the actual point what of is the any point? team doing that? Even with Jair, even with like, I, guys I like think, Diggs. Like, I think what is the whole, like, let's stay on the right it side. DJ Reed is their second yes. corner. I think he's a good player. He got eaten alive. But 
he's clearly not the corner that Sauce Gardner is. Clearly, you're gonna let this guy be. CD out there goes on for an a buck fifty. You know, it's like yeah. at what point? Did, and Bob Sala, Robert Sala, he should be. Yeah, he's what? What did I say? Well, it's starting to come to fruition on a couple of your things. Like then maybe Robert Sala. Just I think Robert Sala is a nice guy. It's not a, a player's it, guy. Is it a people like him? But if what has he done to show that he's a good head coach? If this team spirals out of control because of the fact that Zach Wilson, you think? Yeah. Or is this a grace period because you didn't have Aaron Rodgers? All right, so fair. How many grace periods do you give him? Because last year you gave him a grace period because Zach Wilson didn't work out. Right. Right? So now you still got the guy that didn't work out. Well, that's not his choice. Understood. But you're My still, only thing like is. Wins and losses. Well, here's my thing. And this is, this is where I'm at with, with Robert Sala. If, if he wanted to succeed this year, he has to have like one of these handshake agreements with Woody Johnson or something like that and saying, like, look, man, this year is going to be behind closed doors. The Jets fans are still going to pack the place. That's great. But behind closed doors, he's got to be like, look, I can't, I can't win with this kid. No, There's no fucking way. He can't, he can't do that. But I'm saying, like, if the Jets made a move to acquire another quarterback, that, then you can start to say, like, okay, they still give a shit. But if they're going to ride out, with Zach Wilson and what he looked like last week, which again, when the when the when when the defense broke containment, he was rushing. He he led his own team in rushing let's last just, week. Let's just look at it like this: Who's available? Now there's nobody available. Well, there's that's nobody not true. Available that's that's better, not true. That's better than Zach Wilson. Nah, that's not true either. Who? I I think they can make a trade for a guy that could possibly be on the hot seat of his own team, like one of the quarterbacks in Tennessee. Why not try to make a splash there? But like, but look, who, you don't like Malik. Who's on the hot you, seat? Tannehill. Maybe, I don't know, Tannehill's, he's a year-to-year guy now going forward. You, you drafted say, Will Levis. I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat. No. Will Levis didn't even dress yet. So they clearly don't, you know, right well, now Malik. You don't have to dress three, but like. If they were if they were high on Levis, then why wouldn't he be dressing over Malik? You get what I'm saying? Well, I mean, look. Malik the, is the two now, so I think they're going to wait on Levis. They're going to keep the situation exactly how they have it. I don't what think about Tennessee's writing off their season. Right now is. Jameis Winston, a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. I say yes. No, maybe. But to what the Saints have Jameis Winston for? In what, case Carr goes what, down. What do you but And then they 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 drafted the other kid with the bad photo shoot. So, <laughs> so who's not there? Huh? So who's not there right now? Oh suspension. well. No. So Jameis Winston, what do you he think? He got suspended? Yeah, six games for PEDs. <laughs> Why did I not know that? It's amazing. So so that kid's gone, or at least for now. He's not even in the building. So you're going to figure he's not coming back. Then that means they don't have right a backup. Yeah. Okay. So Jameis Winston, I don't I don't think that just because you see a guy out there, right, that every team is available, uh, every guy's going to – backup quarterback is important. For a team that thinks that they have playoff aspirations, you could bridge the gap from weeks 10 to 13. If you trade Jameis Winston away, you, then what? Do you take a chance on a, a guy that's in a booth right now? No. Matt Ryan? No. No? No. What about Phillip Rivers? No. So you're just riding Zach Wilson – my, to my the wheels thing fall is, off. My thing is, what is what is Philip Rivers going to do to that team this year to make them that much better? He's going to come in and, and learn the whole entire decision making. He hasn't played football in it quite a while. Doesn't matter. I, th- it, I still think it's like riding a bike when you're an NFL quarterback. You know exactly what's Phillip going on. Philip Rivers couldn't move two and a half years ago. What I'm saying is, decision making is pivotal. Like, and look, if the Jets want to ride out with Zach Wilson, I'm sure there's going to be flashes of like, ah, oh, you know what? He if laced you, it in there, or what a drop in a bucket. That's perfect. But then for every one of those. You're going to throw a wide-open receiver wrong, and you're going to find an interception. So Dallas had no plenty of there's no one available for trade, and I don't think anybody that's non not playing football right now is in 
is capable enough to step in and just all of a sudden be a starting quarterback in the league right away. All right, so hypothetically, These guys were as hypothetically let's just pretend that they ride with Zach Wilson. And let's just pretend he literally can't win another game. Let's just pretend that. And they go one and fucking 16. And they're the number one overall pick next year, right? Number one, because they didn't lose their first round pick because of Rodgers. You're the GM. Do you draft Caleb Williams or do you or 100%. do you draft some lineman because Rodgers needs protection? I'm asking you. It's 100% Caleb. Caleb. Okay. So yeah. Caleb is the clear cut number 1 no matter what. He's the second coming of Christ. The only, the only All way that shit. the only way it's not Caleb Williams clear cut and this is still a 50-50 chance uh-huh. is if the Texans get the one pick. Right, and they just they put CJ Stroud. Okay. But then even then you question it. I, they still might. You hesitate. They you take, probably, it to the, take the clock down. <laughs> I think that they would probably move on from C.J. Stroud and get as much as they can from, for him at this at that point. Even after one year? Which is why I no was... No matter what he does? Like, right now, you said he threw for 300 the other day. So, like, he's not incompetent. Well, the Texans are just bad. Well, They lost another safety today or you know, corner today. I, I think that there's a cautionary tale here, and it's dating back to, I would say, March of this year. Mm-hmm. When the Carolina Panthers acquired the one pick from the Bears, the Bears front office, this is rumor. Um, I am a clear Justin Fields detractor and hater, but there was the Bears front office. I read these rumors. I don't know. They're not substantiated. But usually when you see what we have out of Justin Fields right now, mm-hmm. I think when there's smoke in this case, there's fire. The front office was split on whether they should have traded Justin Fields or traded the one pick. There was Lamar on the table potentially with the, mm-hmm. with the Ravens we were talking about. But then there was also just, hey, Justin Fields, to any suitor, let's keep the one pick and go with Bryce. The front office was split. They wanted to ride with Justin Fields, and some of them didn't. So, now I would say that that's over. So, yeah. So that was my next topic. <coughs> Obviously, Cowboys 2-0, Packers 1-1. We're, we're happy going into week three, or at least we're, we're optimistic, right? That was the biggest thing that came out of yesterday was Justin Fields had himself a nice little press conference. Schefter puts out the whole thing. They ask him about you know, why or, you know, what happened this past week? He says he was feeling robotic. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know all the words verbatim. But uh, for robotic, I got to play my game. Uh, some of my some of those third downs could have been converted had I been playing my game. And then Susie Q, whoever she is, she asked, well, what do you, what do you, what do you attribute that to? Well, coaching. So I, there's two sides of this. One, I think he's – out of his mind, bonkers to do that after two weeks of being an 0 2 football, just offense just can't get it going. They stink right now, right? Or there's a, hey man, go play your game, go win some games. I don't think that's sustainable in the NFL. You so can't just go things, out there and play street two ball. Two things. When you draft a quarterback, they're drafting him. He to says deve- there was too much information. They're, they're there to develop you, right? <laughs> right? And now I understand his side of it. And there's a, a faction of Bears fans that are probably like, yeah, whatever. You realize that you drafted the wrong quarterback, but what he does have is a skill set that he brings to the table that could maybe win games in other ways. The Bears want to develop Justin Fields. They want to see if he's worth paying. Right now, they're not getting it out of him. What I saw out of that, rather than a... I don't even know if if I was Justin Fields, I wouldn't have said it, but I understand his point, but it seems like an admission that you know that all is too much for him, and he really doesn't have much interest in learning how to play inside the pocket. <clears throat> he wants to play his game, but... When you sit at the negotiating table, right. that's going to that's gonna affect your bottom line. And to the point where you might even get a job. The Bears certainly aren't going to pay him 40-plus mil. No. And that's what the going rate at is. At least they shouldn't. That's what the going rate is for a quarterback Daniel on Jones. a second contract. Daniel if, if Jones. You're, if you're looking at Daniel Jones as the barometer, 
And if anything, we're looking at the Daniel Jones contract as a mistake. Right a lot of public. Joe Burrow, you know, he got incredible. Joe Burrow bag. has has played in a Super Bowl and an NFC and an AFC championship Fair. game already. Fair. Daniel Jones is not. Justin no. Fields has not even won a game in a year. <laughs> it's, give it's, or take. It's you felt know? like so a long time. What we're looking at here is that he's not getting paid. He's talking like he doesn't really want to learn. You don't think develop. there's one schmuck team out there that would be like, you know what? He's our guy. That, no, that's gotta bro, be it. It's not. You, I don't, I don't, because teams aren't. This really does go back to that conversation we had once upon if a time. If they're able to trade him, maybe, mm-hmm. because then they could, in, under the guise of their salary, there's cap. someone else, and they, it could be oh, like, it could be me saying to you, there's another team interested. I don't have to tell you who. When it's a free agent, there is no bullshitting. You, mm-hmm. You've got to deal with the player, and then there is obviously other offers out there, but you know, like, the player is typically going to take the biggest offer. So if he comes back to you and says, this is what I got, you offer more, there's ways to figure that out. Right. That's how you get top dollar. Um, he's not getting top dollar. He's not. No. Not, what again. would you be comfortable paying Justin Fields, given the situation well, here's the, right here's now? Here's the thing. Where you say comfortable, that has nothing to do with anything. Because if we know the going rate for a quarterback of his caliber, so they're going to have to pay so, that. Unless, so, unless we have a running back situation on our hands. All right. It's starting to diminish based off of people's performances. Meaning, like, Zeke was the barometer for a minute. Then McCaffrey got the bag. He was higher. But then over time, you're like, okay, look, these guys are just a dime a dozen. So there is no – there is no – there is no – he's getting Jimmy G money? Is he getting even that? What does Jimmy G Because Jimmy G brings – here's what Jimmy G brings. He's got his liabilities, but he brings winning attitude. He brings uh, a a calm to the huddle. Justin Fields doesn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. So when you're you're paying for Jimmy G, you're paying for – comfortability when you got Justin Fields you don't know how to coach it because you can't call your plays you have to design a new offense for him you can't say hey I got all these dope plays you just got to go through your reads you can't <laughs> Jimmy G's making 28.5 this year and next 28.5 are you so, comfortable are you comfortable paying Justin Fields 28 absolutely not that's, that's my point crazy that's that, my point I know. so where are you comfortable if if you're and Jimmy G I think we could all agree that he's about the Bottom twenty, sure. Like or, or like, Skill if, you, set wise, if we're yeah. talking top twenty quarterbacks, maybe we put Jimmy G. You can make cases because of his wins, sure, right? But he's played on some good teams. I'm not seeing it out of Justin Fields. I see the opposite. I think he makes teams worse because I mean, the coaches are handcuffed. The proof is in the pudding, guys. It's not like you'll we're not, making this shit out of You'll never know. Even Fuse, he might be a great coach, but you just won't know because his offense will never get utilized. They can't do it. Justin Fields can't do it. So, you know, it's crazy. It's like we saw what he could do last year. Towards the back end of the year, the guy was a running what could he do? machine. No, he's a running yeah. machine, right? But now, like, is it almost as if, like, I don't want to say this, like, really, because then it'll be like, what did he just say? Like, does Justin Fields suck? Like, suck? I know you're, like, a detractor, but, like, does he actually just suck? At quarterback. Yeah, yes. right? Because it's like at, at some point. You're like, well, then I guess they got to go back to those pocket quarterbacks. No, because there are athletic, accurate, good throwers of the football that can move like a Trevor Lawrence or like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, even Justin even, Fields might actually stink at quarterback. Bro, like, overall. Uh, I was, this is how I basically dictated the fact All that those cards Justin Fields wasn't Value going to get paid. Dead. I'm looking at what Lamar went through mm-hmm. because of his style of play. Lamar had an MVP. He won an MVP. I, you know, so right, if, so if I, he was, if he I had an MVP as a bargaining chip, he had multiple playoff wins. They were a winning team immediately as soon uh-huh. as Lamar got there. Uh-huh. Justin Fields doesn't do that to the Bears. No, he does not do that. He does not make everyone better. They have not won a is game there any, in a year. Is there any shred of not enough around him? 
We've talked about this already. I'm only asking you this because if you look at Lamar, I know his receivers were never good, but he always had Andrews. He always had a decent running game on top of his running game. So the offense was there, and that team was very defensive-minded. So the always, Bears have been always, shit. Always had a decent running game on top of it. Let's go through this now. Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, half man, half a season at best. Um, was he there with Ray the, Rice? Who else was the running back? No. He wasn't. You know, mm. so they haven't had a running game. They did have Andrews, but Andrews, if you really look at what Andrews' body of work is in the Lamar era, he hasn't been on the field much. Mm. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Marquise Brown uh, had a decent first six games of his career with Baltimore, fizzled out. Bateman hasn't worked out. Let's Steve go Smith? through it. Was he there? Steve Smith was not there. Wow. Let's go through. Lamar really hasn't had any receivers, and I'm not even making the distinction. I'm just using it as a barometer in terms of what teams are looking for out of their quarterback, and when it comes down to paying you, they're going to negotiate everything they can against you. Mm. Justin Fields doesn't have much to bring to the table. The only way we can win is if I run the ball for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Well, let me think about that, because you had the record last year, and we didn't win. Let's see. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill. Uh, huh. You want to hear some crazy shit? <laughs> Fifth. Uh, that's 2022. Duvernay is considered a rusher. Um, yeah, they, Mike Davis was there for a minute. Damn, yeah. All right, so Latavius Murray on his 48th team. So he was there for a minute. They did have Lev Bell for five games. Um, so, but, yeah, so no. So no running game. So I detract what I just said about him having a running game to back it's it a, up. It's a he style. Has it. It's a commitment, and it's a the way that the Ravens call plays. But they didn't haven't had this, like, they haven't had weapons is my point. Yeah. So, They've had a better defense. And the Bears added DJ Moore in, in hopes. And last year gave up a second I for a Chase Claypool. The, Raven, the Ravens have had a better defense, better offensive line. And I'm not for nothing. It might be a complete free fall right now. And a now. way better head coach. And Chicago, uh, I think the defensive coordinator just resigned yesterday. Something going on over there. Something real. I don't even know what. He might have bodies in his basement. I have no idea. Did you read anything into this? Yeah. I'm. I'm it's all internal. They're I'm, not like. I'm getting that it's like a little bit of. Um, not like a little wolf tickets on that. He's just, it could be, it could not be, but I don't think it's anything crazy. Imagine being a DC in the NFL and saying, you know what? Fucking hell with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like two weeks in. And look, again, I won't downplay if there's anything Bro, actually going be, wrong. It but... could be like his son selling weed. Right. Or so it could be, you don't know what's Right, going. exactly. So I'm not about to judge and the guy based on the decision. If the guy's going to resign because something happened with one of his immediate family members and they don't want to talk about it, I'm, I'm here to just do this. I don't yeah, care. No, you do your thing. Uh, but, yeah, Chicago seems to be in a little bit of a free fall. Uh, is there any other surprise 0-2 teams that are just, like, out of the gate? And I'm talking about the Chargers, the Vikings, um, you know, who else? There's uh, the, Bengals. The, the Bengals are 0-2, but everybody kind of knows that Burrow's still banged up. Uh, that's going to right the ship, you would assume, um, because they have too much talent on offense not to move the ball on demand. I think something's up with Burrow. Are you at – at all, you did say you did say the Vikings would kind of stink a little bit, so that's already zero and two start. We'll see how that goes. I feel very good about my early. Like, I, I was going to say predictions. Gooch is usually like I usually look at him like, oh, here we go. He's going to find. He hates this team because it's this team. But then I'm just like, oh well, he might have an actual valid point there, and then and follow Justin it up. Justin Fields and, and the Minnesota points. Like, yeah, I was you can very you can about you can puff your chest out about that one, dude. And, I think, well, especially the Justin Fields one. Yeah, and then Ridley, I think, will prove me right. Oh yeah, no, really Ridley looks one. really good week one. Um. But yeah, I, I guess the the Chargers. Listen, and I was saying this to my oh, yeah, physical therapist, my physical therapist uh, Jimmy. Right, he's out there. We're talking about, we're talking about um, what the hell were we talking about? Oh, we're know. talking about the the Chargers. And I said to him, I said, look, not for nothing, but I'm going to bank. Don't don't like put any money on this. I'm just hypothetically speaking. I think this might happen this week. The Chargers are zero two. So now knowing that the Chiefs are in their division and they're going to be chasing them the entire season, no matter what, you don't want to get too far behind however 
Kellen Moore, and I know this because he was the OC of the Cowboys, and I've studied this man thoroughly. Kellen Moore tends to completely go off script when he feels the heat. He's 0-2 now as an offensive coordinator. No matter how many points they're scoring. I know the first week was a track meet with Miami, and that's fine. But what I will say is they might throw it just a little too much this week. I put two interceptions on Justin Herbert this week alone. Noah Austin Eckler's out. They're going to be forced to pass, and they have decent weapons on the outside. Keenan Allen's still that guy. Mike Williams still love him. Quentin Johnston hasn't got off yet. They still have single-digit <laughs> Gerald Everett. Those guys are still good. I just think that Kellen Moore is going to go to the well one too many times, and he's going to throw a bunch of picks, and the Chargers could potentially start off. Well, somebody's always got to go. They're going to Minnesota, who just acquired uh, Akers. who probably won't play this week. but um, uh, I think So who's always going to go? Who's always going to go in that Minnesota, game? Minnesota's going to lose that game. At home. Yeah. Minnesota sucks, dude. <laughs> no, I have no Breaking idea. news. Minnesota really sucks, like, dude. I haven't, like, capped that game at all, but Minnesota's defense is just really bad. They're going to struggle to... Uh, I mean, they had guys running free against Philadelphia. You can make the case that or they'll be able to versa. put up points, and they're desperate right now, so I think we will get a track meet. But I think out of the two defenses, the Chargers probably have a little bit of an advantage. Uh, but I will say this about Akers. I think Akers plays. Yeah, that yeah. that quick. Yeah, he's um, the head coach is the OC from the Rams. Speaking of the Rams, question for you. So he knows the system. Yeah, he does know the system. You're right. I mean, I mean, that's why the trade was made. Yeah. Right. Speaking of the Rams, not a lot has been made of this. I'm surprised actually. You see any kind of foul play going on there with them kicking a field goal with no time left? They were down ten. Spread was seven and a half. No time left. They decide to trot their field goal kicker out there. Make sure they cover. Or make sure they didn't lose by they, they lost by seven. When you say foul play, what was the what happened on their part? On their part. Why would that be foul play? To trot out there and kick a pointless field goal? Yeah, it's, no, no, pointless. No, it's pointless. Oh, it absolutely is. There's like four seconds left. You can't do anything with that. And then they go to McVeigh, and you know McVeigh with all his I'm like covering the point spread for the people that bet me. That's my point. <laughs> That's not like I don't have to tell you that, but I'm allowed to do that. But even the worst part is his explanation. When he came out, there's like, well, you know, we just wanted to go out there, try to get a field goal, try to get the onside kick team out there, try to get a shot. I'm like, bro, there's four seconds left. There ain't no way you're getting that shot. Stop trying to fucking hide it. You, you did something wrong. And he goes, he even said, uh, maybe a couple people in Vegas weren't happy. Come or, on. Or a couple people were. I don't give a fuck about it. I know Vegas you don't, but I'm coach. saying, like, come I on. I certainly don't care. And honestly, I might be like this. Um, I need to know about my kicker. Who's their kicker? Don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't know enough about him either, and he's like, you know, we need to get this guy some reps. That's what a lot. What the fuck is practice for? Um, so you, you want against you, a live you, team that's yeah, not can. even going to rush <laughs> because they're Look, up 10? The way I'm looking at it is I don't care. I know. That, you, I don't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say foul play. Show me another incident where in that game he was foul play, there was foul play. Maybe, maybe um, towards the end like when they the realize, the all right, well, listen, this is, we're down 10. There's no time left. Normal teams would take a fucking Hail Mary shot. Also, let me look at the uh, who won or lost. What do you mean? Like, who won or lost? What, where was the money? Where, who, did they, don't know. Did they, so we don't but I know. just feel like this should have been a bigger story. I don't know. Mm. Speaking of bigger stories and foul play, uh, what do you make of the Giants' comeback? Is it that should have never happened in the first place? Or no, do you think, think like the Cardinals, Cardinals took the their Cardinals foot off fucking, the gas? I think the Cardinals stink and the Giants are a little bit better than what they showed for six quarters. They were Truthfully, down 68 nothing. 60. Whatever. 60 yeah. nothing before they scored uh, a point. I, I, I think the Giants are a better football team than what that showed, and they got chewed out at halftime. And the Cardinals stink. 
and the Giants were desperate to, to save their season right into the second half against a very bad team. So no Cardinals, no Cardinals obstruction of saying, hey, listen, uh, no, we're, they we're don't, you don't come out. We're supposed to as lose a player, here. As a player so. in the league. Yeah, you're not going to tank. I've had this there's conversation. There's nobody tanking in the No, NFL. I've had this conversation. Not in week two. These, this is a brand new head coach. That's what, the, that's what you want to do? I don't, I, again, and you I know, said this, I just, think either on this show or another show. Um, that's not how you do it. I just feel like if, if they realize, like Josh, Do look, they played the Cowboys this week. I'm not even overlooking the Cardinals, which a lot of Cowboys fans are. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. But I will say, like, you're up 28-7 on the New York it's, football Giants. week two. You ain't supposed to lose that game, dude. I don't care what NFL team you are. You laid the fuck down. I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it in my mind. They went out there. They knew they were outmatched in every facet. And all of a sudden, there was a couple tip balls that went their way, taking it to the house, pick six, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the Cardinals are up big. And you're like, what? You know, because Giants fans knew. They, for all the Giants fans out there, they went out there and they said, we got to right the ship. And what a perfect team to See, do I it against, against second, the Cardinals. I watched the second half. There was nothing about that. It was like as much as went right for the Cardinals in the first half, it all went wrong. There were some freak plays that happened. Yeah. The Giants got mm -hmm. back in that game with – with like a, Not a, a conspiracy sack. theorist, but you know, there was there was big plays made by the defense in big spots when they needed to make them. Now this is again, bro. We're talking about the Cardinals. Nobody expected the Cardinals to score twenty points in a game all season. No shit. That's 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 so, why I was just like, what happened here? Like, I'm not, why? I'm not that taken back by the fact that the team that I thought would be the worst team in maybe the last decade in the NFL. You got like back on. you like using the term wolf tickets a lot, right? Or the the phrase, right? So there are a bunch of two and zero teams right now. I'm just going to rattle them off. Miami Dolphins are two and zero. The good. Baltimore Ravens are two and zero. They're good. Uh, let's see. The Dallas Cowboys are two and zero. The Eagles, the Commanders are two and zero. I wouldn't say wolf tickets. They're not. Falcons, great. Saints, and Bucks are two and zero. Wolf tickets and the San Francisco. So who are you wolf taking right now? The Bucks. So you don't believe that this is like I legitimate? Think the, I think the Bucks will be picking in the top ten no matter what. After a 2 0 start. Yeah. Bye bye, Bruce. Not Bruce. Arians is gone already. The other guy. <laughs> like the new I one. I mean, I just don't buy into Todd Bowles and Baker. Bowles, that's it. Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield uh, combination. Maybe maybe they're going to just figure it out. And Baker's still sticking around in the league somehow. So maybe I'm wrong. Who would you take? Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Who would you take right now? Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Baker. Okay. You want to know why? Yeah, sure. Because that's why Baker is already. Taken, they they already stripped him of what he thought he was, and now he had to accept the fact of who he is now. Justin Fields still is looking for that forty million dollar payday. Baker will come and start for you and say, "Hey, I'll go year by year. I'll see what we could do, and you could try to build with Baker without taking any risks. If it works out, cool. But if not, you're not locked in. Nobody else is banging on Baker's door. Nobody's banging on Justin Fields' door right now. But I think there's some coaching out there that would look at him as an opportunity. All right. Well, listen, week three is <laughs> upon me. us, all right? It's the, you know, our our squads, Cowboys, Cardinals, Packers, Saints. On the local front, as we record us on Thursday, I don't foresee a Giants competitive game here. However, this is why they play the game, and I guess we'll never know uh, until it happens. Um, no Saquon Barkley for a week at the very least. And then, of course, the Niners defense has just been packing a punch. That has just been incredible um, in two weeks and Dating back to last year, they just have a really good defense. And Brock Purdy, look, I said a lot. I said, hey, they got tape on him now. He's going to stink. Don't worry. They're going to figure him out. And two weeks in, looks pretty damn good. Um, so, And that division in itself, if the, if the Rams could continue to score some points, they might be pests. Uh, Seattle looks like they're going to be some, you know, but the Cardinals, again, they're, they're going to be shit. So San Fran has all the rights to just win that division outright without even a, a test towards the back end. But there's going to be a little, uh, do you think there's any shot that the Giants go in tonight? 
Yeah, of course it's a shot. I don't think it's a big one. But I, mean, I think the Giants cover. I think we're about to find out exactly. Well, the spread was, the last time I checked, it was double digits. I think it was 10. Um, now with no Barkley, don't know. But I, I don't know. The spread probably reflected no Barkley anyway. Originally? Yeah. With a doubtful or whatever, rolled ankles, yada, yada. Um, all right, so look, that's the Thursday night football game. We'll, get, we'll break all that down next week. Um, for week three of the NFL. No other news really surrounding sports outside of the fact that one thing before we go, and I know you weren't watching because, you know, A, you were probably here with our rental or B, something else. Did you by any chance catch the Aaron Boone's latest ejection? Okay, so Amazon Prime did a weird thing last night, and they do this like once or twice a year, I think, where no commentators, zero. So you're watching the game as if you're there, with all the sights and the sounds and the cracks of the bats and the strike one calls, whatever. That still applied for Aaron Boone to come out and argue balls and strikes and get thrown out in the second inning. Let's just say it was like he was mic'd up. And let's just say it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Well, Aaron Boone <laughs> so, is good at getting ejected. Yeah, I mean, that's if, if you could take one thing away from the Yankee season this year is that Aaron Boone has a lot of fight as far as fighting opposing. If I could opposing. take one thing away from the Yankee season this year, you know what it honestly is? That are that we're losing value in our prospects because we brought them up and they're stinking. It's that I just don't really like baseball that much anymore. Really? Like I like baseball, but it's just tough to get through this grind of a season. I love the when Yankees. they stink. Yeah, I guess when they stink. Then they stink. But, I, it's the same way. I watched the game last night the for thing. the first time, when and the, I can't when even the tell the you. When the stink, I'm miserable. But you're watching it. I don't give a shit right now that the Yankees stink. I just don't care. And, Maybe because the Packers are here. Well, that's what I'm saying. We have but, an outlet. That's why I listen. I've been hammering my Cowboys content. Hey, you whatever, see me out there. Whatever I'm not is, John Boy. Yeah, I can't what, go out whatever there. Whatever it is, it is. As far as why, I don't know why. I just don't care, and I can't fake it. I love the Yankees, but I just don't really care much for baseball right now. It's fucking. Can you even rough. like describe to me who's going to be in the playoffs? Like, is that out no, of touch? No, I know. I'm, I know what's going on. Okay. I watch going on, sports. but I just don't. I I don't carry any of it with me in terms of. How I like I said I I care a lot about the Packers when they lose and look that'll probably change stuff. in March of next year we're like up oh, here we go Yankees oh, baseball yeah um but right know, now man. very hard to be a T uh, I wasn't uh, too excited about baseball this year I didn't go to any games for the first time in like a holy long time. shit I didn't go either so that's wow. pretty telling it is pretty telling so hey listen go get them uh, Baltimore <laughs> you know you're out there about maybe to make I'll the find, playoffs maybe I'll get tickets one of these days maybe what I, for like the end of the year yeah cheap yeah they're like just eight to, bucks right now. Say I did it. Yeah, but if you go, you're going to spend $8 on a ticket, and you're going to spend $40,000 on parking, trans, and everything that you're buying at the mm -hmm. stadium. little foam finger for ash. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit. Nah, bro, I'll <laughs> stick a gyro in my pocket. <laughs> Is that a gyro in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? For Sturch and Gooch, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Social. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>